put it to you guys, it's the Connection Podcast. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Connection Podcast. Yeah, yeah, where in yeah. just an under an hour, we are going to dive into scripture and come full circle with God and Amen. his word. Amen. All right. Um, this is an interesting episode for us to talk about today. This is something that we don't <laughs> normally talk kind, about. Kind of uh, challenging. Um, but we're going to be talking about women today. And uh, uh, we're, so we're going to be speaking to the women, right? Yeah, to we're all speaking the, to the women. To all the what women. What the heck? Yeah, I don't think so, Nola. I think this is a job for the, for the women to speak to uh, the women. So I think we're going to take over this one. We'll we're getting kicked out. Dude, we're getting, okay, we're getting run out. Okay. Okay, bye. <laughs> Cue the Beyonce song, y'all. <laughs> All right, guys, why don't we start by introducing ourselves, because we are definitely going to be taking over this podcast to speak to the women. So my name is Lillian. Um, We were on the podcast, all three of us, um, the single podcast, part two. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm Lillian, and y'all want to introduce yourselves, too? Of course. Yeah, I'm Tara, and I was also on the singles part two podcast. And um, yeah, really excited to talk to the women today. How about you, Kenya? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just said her name. <laughs> <laughs> Introduce me. Uh, this is Kenya, and um, what a blessing it is to be here with you ladies. I know. Oh, I love you gosh. guys so much. I yeah. know. I feel it. I feel the love. Mm-hmm. And um, especially from the guys, like having us, you know, giving us this, uh, this opportunity. Amen. And Kenya missed church this morning. Because she was at a different service. Blessing Espanol. She was. Um, but she missed an awesome service today by our pastor, Terry, talking about promises. Shout out to him because oh. that was an amazing, amazing sermon. Yeah, it really was. The I best one I've heard same. yet by him. Yeah. I want to say the same, like, Espanol, how uh, it's, it's, oh my goodness, overflowing with truth, overflowing with such power and each word was just so intentional and um yeah how blessed we are so let's talk about let's speak to women let's talk about women and I know that previously whenever we were talking about Mm -hmm. like a woman and what makes up a woman we were thinking of that Proverbs 31 woman right Right. what is a woman of God like as a Christian woman that's Mm -hmm. that's constantly like spoken to us like what is a woman Proverbs 31 Proverbs 31 right but Guys, we were talking and we mm-hmm. found out what a true woman really is. The true woman that came before time, right? Before That's the world right. was created. That's right. And yeah. we're going to stay still in Proverbs, yep. right? We're right. going to stay just... in Proverbs, Proverbs 30, not, but just not Proverbs 31. We're going to go to the beginning of the chapter, <laughs> the beginning of time, right? Yeah. All right, what y'all. What happened? What happened? Let's find so out. what happened, you guys? Oh, I'm so excited to talk about this. <laughs> but, um, so... Let's just read. Let's just read Proverbs eight twenty two. Yep. Go ahead. All right. So right now, wisdom is talking. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Wisdom. The Lord brought me forth as the first of His work. Wow. Before His deeds of old, I was appointed from eternity, from the beginning, before the world began. When there was no oceans, I was given birth. When there were no springs abounding with water, before the mountains were settled in place, before the hills, I was given birth. Before he made the earth or its fields or any of the dust of the world, I was there. 
when he set the heavens in place, when he marked out the horizons on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above and fixed securely the, the fountains of the deep, when he gave the sea its boundaries so the waters would not overstep his command, and when the marked of the foundations of the, the earth, when he marked the foundations of the earth, then I was the craftsman at his side. I was filled with delight of day after day, rejoicing always in his presence, rejoicing in the whole world, and delighting in his mankind. So, mm. wisdom was God's helper. Is that what you're saying, Lily? Yeah. <laughs> wisdom is a female. Wisdom was her. Yes, yeah, a she. Right? That's so, what you're saying. Before the world was created, God created wisdom. And if you look at the beginning of the chapter in 8, who is wisdom? Wisdom is a her. Before wow. Eve was created, wisdom was created. Before the Proverbs 31 woman was created, wisdom <laughs> was created. And wow. she was helping him create the entire world. She wow. was right there by his side. He could wisdom. not have created the world without wisdom, and wisdom was a her. Right. That is, guys, why, we were talking about this earlier. Mm -hmm. That's why he knew Adam needed Eve, because right. Adam couldn't do everything without Eve. Right. Because he, God had a helper, That's wisdom. Right. That's right. So Adam was given a helper, Eve. Dang. I never had thought I know, about guys. that until today. Oh, mention marriage. Mm. This. He was almost married. God was married to wisdom yep. in a sense. Yep. And um, like you said, he couldn't have done it without mm -hmm. wisdom by his side mm -hmm. for that understanding, for that guidance. Right. And you guys, like, I think that's what's so cool is because I think what happens in the church is we think that, like, us as helpers is less than, right? Mm, right. We think, mm -hmm. oh, a helper. I'm not mm -hmm. as good as my husband, but could have God created the world without wisdom? Right. Mm. Like, let's look. Let's just think about wisdom. Like, yeah. we all need wisdom, right? That's we right. all need yeah. wisdom. Right. We, we need it. And we look up to it as this, like, worthy thing. Mm -hmm. So why don't we look mm -hmm. at ourselves as worthy if the Ooh. first the first thing created before the earth, before anything, That's the, right. it was wisdom, it was wisdom. Mm -hmm. and it was a her. It's so beautiful. Wow. So it all comes found. down to that mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. a wise woman. That's right. A wise woman. So since we got started with that, like, let's just keep going, you guys. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I know we started with some questions Bef at the beginning of the week. Mm -hmm. um, we were mm -hmm. talking about uh, just what like is, what makes up a woman what and is her character. What's her character? And obviously, wisdom is the beginning of it because wisdom was first. It was her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ooh, so can I talk about. Yeah. Go for it, girl. <laughs> so um, as we were reflecting on Proverbs 31 earlier this week, I had reached out to my lovely ladies right here by my side and. I, when I was reading it, I was kind of like intimidated by this Proverbs 31 woman who's mm -hmm. being described. Yeah. And there's so many points that I came across and I was mm -hmm. just like, girls, like, where do we begin, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, and to think that now we have established wisdom as the beginning. Right. You know, that kind of lays the foundation for this woman that's being described and yeah mm -hmm. it really does and i remember reading through proverbs 31 after reading this and seeing the similarities between the proverbs 31 mm -hmm. woman and wisdom mm -hmm. like it describes as you keep reading that the woman that wisdom is just as precious as rubies right, right. More, more precious than rubies right, just yeah. like the proverbs 31 woman right 
And I remember we were talking about fear, fearing mm-hmm. the Lord. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Tara, you want to talk about that? The fear of God is the beginning of all wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that's most important. And I was talking to Lily about it and, you know, how often people are go, oh, you know, fear of God. And they, they think that it's like a punishment yeah. type of thing. And they have that mm-hmm. type of fear. There's different types of fear, like fear, like, wow, God, I love you so much that I would never want to not follow your word and there's a fear you know just of knowing who he is like when you know who he is you know there's so much protection in that and there's so much you know that god um i know fear is is a beautiful thing you know or when you're your child and you have a father there's that healthy fear like oh i don't want to mess up because you know Mm -hmm. you know you love your dad or you know what and there's the other fear like people usually relate it with like if i sin and i do that oh he's going to punish me but i feel like people too often go towards that like he's going to punish me he's out to get me you know that's not it at all so like fear is a healthy thing fear is like what we should have you know if it says the fear of god is the beginning of wisdom now here we're back to the wisdom is again but of course because yeah. mm-hmm. that's her right mm-hmm. so in proverbs 31 i remember us talking as we were thinking we were going to talk about proverbs 31 right and we were we were reading through all these things that this woman was but at the end of that what was so prevalent Right. If she didn't have any of it, what was the most important thing? The fear of the Lord. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So where do you guys want to read Proverbs 31? Do you think everyone should just go ahead and just read it and kind of Yeah. And I also have the message one, which I I thought was really good. So but you guys can go ahead. Go for it, Tara. Read the message one. It'd be nice to read it all together. Okay. So the message has it, um, a good woman is hard to find and worth far more than diamonds. Her husband trusts her without reserve and never has reason to regret it. Never spiteful, she treats him generously all her life long. She shops around for the best yarns and cottons and enjoys knitting and sewing. She's like a trading ship that sails to faraway places and brings back exotic surprises. She's up before dawn preparing breakfast for her family and organizing her day. She looks over a field and buys it. Then, with money she's put aside, plants a garden. First thing in the morning, she dresses for work, rolls up her sleeves, eager to get started. She senses the worth of her work, is in no hurry to call it quits for the day. She's skilled in the crafts of home and hearth, um, diligent in homemaking. She's quick to assist anyone in need, reaches out to to help the poor. She doesn't worry about her family when it snows. Their winter clothes are all mended and ready to wear. She makes her own clothing and dresses in colorful linens and silks. Her husband is greatly respected when he deliberates with the city fathers. She designs gowns and sells them, brings the sweaters she knits to the dress shops. Her clothes are well made and elegant, and she always faces tomorrow with a smile. When she speaks, she has something worthwhile to say, and she always says it kindly. I liked that part. (laughs) She keeps an eye on everyone in her household and keeps them all busy and productive. Her children respect and bless her. Her husband joins in with words of praise. Many women have done wonderful things, but you've outclassed them all. Charm can mislead and beauty soon fades. The woman to be admired and praised is the woman who lives in the fear of God. Her, mm. Give her everything she deserves, festoon, 
her life with praises. Is that the word? Oh. Anyway. Mine was a little bit different it's because a little it's bit the festoon. NI, festoon. NIV. Anyway. But same but there meaning. You go. And I'm hoping that anyone that's listening is reading along just mm-hmm. because I think that you get more from it if you're reading. Yeah. But, I mean, as we were all going through it, we were all kind of finding what we kind of related to mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. our own beings and who mm-hmm. we are in our character. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple of verses that I wanted to talk about. Can you want to talk about and Tara wanted to talk yeah. about? Yep. But we ended up thinking that, like, it wasn't time for us to kind of go about this. Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting that we found the wisdom. Yeah, the wisdom. Verse. But right. I guess the most important thing for myself there was, like, out of all of this, let's just say, like, this is a great woman to exemplify, right? Mm-hmm. But out of all of this, charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. So even mm-hmm. if she doesn't do any of this, if she fears the Lord, That's she's right. worthy of praise. That's right. Wow. Just That's like, good. just like in the Proverbs 8. Oh, it's actually 9. Proverbs 9, 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Mm-hmm. So before we can even be wise, mm-hmm. fear the fear of the Lord is the, is the beginning of that. That's nice. good. That's good. So, um, what do you guys like? What it from this from this chapter, like Proverbs thirty one? What do you guys really like? Look at which one do you think you kind of like? Kind of shows in your own life, and which one do you think is like the most? Um, like hard, like the harder, the hardest for you to kind of be. Um, gosh, I mean, for me, I loved which was what I was going to touch down on was about kindness is on her tongue. And that one really um, is like something that I know that I need to work on. But just in a sense, like it's just so important. Our words have mm-hmm. so much power. And I know that Noah and Ezekiel had talked about this, you know, in one of their podcasts, but you know, for a woman, I just think it it's, you know, the world today, like women are just so brash and so quick to speak their mind and, you know, but I think that, that, that it's something that we should practice now as like a woman that's single, but also knowing like how you are now is how you're going to be when you are married. And Proverbs 31 is talking about a woman that is married. So, you know, we, most women want to be married, but it's important to you know, find these things and get your personal relationship with God like right yeah. now so that when you do enter marriage that you are that same person. And it says, you know, even in I think First Chronicles or somewhere, um, act as though that you're not married, you know. So when you go into it that we should be, we shouldn't be any different and not expect us to be different once we enter marriage. Mm-hmm. So again, like the kindness on her tongue, I think just really spoke to me and how I want to be that kind of woman um yeah there's some verses in here that I had but that one probably resonated most I think with me with so just kindness. be a woman that kind of like what yeah. Noah said on the singleness mm-hmm. one as we yeah. uh mm-hmm. be the be what you're looking for is looking for mm-hmm. exactly basically. exactly mm-hmm. before you're even married that's right I think that's a really good point Tara. yeah yeah Kenya I agree Okay, so um, I would like to say that something that stood out to me the most, um, and I was stuck on this for a while, was um, the, let's see. So there's another version that begins with a worthy woman who can find. And 
it doesn't use the word wife. And it made me think about how it doesn't take you to be a wife to be able to have these characteristics. Um, like this, this can be geared towards women in, in all seasons, like you were saying, Tara, is like yeah. even before we enter marriage and, um, and how it even says she is worth far more than rubies in your version, the message version, it said diamonds. Mm -hmm. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. And one of the biggest things that stood out to me was that her husband values her, but it's also like she's had that worth with God. Like she found who she is with him first. Mm -hmm. And um, I like that. Yeah, that he placed it in us before we, we or probably anyone else is even aware of. She's not like in this verse, you kind of, I, for myself, I like, I'm kind of imagining her and I don't see her kind of following her husband. I Mm -hmm. see her like being strong and kind of doing her own thing and her husband like looking at her like, dang, like you do all of these things. You're a strong woman. Like now I can, I don't have to worry about, Mm -hmm. you know, what you're doing or Mm -hmm. like making you feel satisfied. I can be the leader that I need to be at the city gates. And that's mm -hmm. right. Yeah, he can be just as powerful doing his thing, and she can be just mm-hmm. as powerful mm-hmm. doing her thing. Mm-hmm. And when they come together, look at that. She's <laughs> his helper. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. That's a really good point. Yeah. Well, my for mine, mm-hmm. the one I picked that I really, really like is, of course, she considers a field and buys it. <laughs> no, I, it was I just so appropriate for you, Lily. Yeah. <laughs> you told me that I was like, "Oh yeah, that is." And really it's, it's not because of like the money or monetary. Yeah. It's literally yeah. just because she doesn't think about it. She doesn't ponder on it. She literally considers the field and buys it. She's decisive. Yeah, she's. Mm-hmm. I yep. feel. I find sure, so much power so. in that. Yeah, and yep. I was just when I read that, I was like, "Yeah, girl, like mm-hmm. I want to be more like you." And. I was reading that in the Jewish culture, they read this to the women, wow. and it's not to shame them. It's mm-hmm. to glorify the women that they already are. Right. Wow. And so what I love to do with this yeah. is mm-hmm. to not say a wife. I say mm-hmm. I. So I, mm-hmm. I <laughs> yeah, I am a wife of noble character. Mm-hmm. I am Very. worth far more than rubies. Girl. My husband oh, my has Lord. full confidence we're, in we're me and right lacks now. nothing of value. Burning up. I bring him good, not harm, That's all the days of my life. Good. And yes. I keep going. Girl. I consider a feeling that I buy it. Really? I fear the Lord and yeah, I deserve praise, whatever. Like <laughs> whatever it may be, like Indeed. just declaring that over your life. Mm-hmm. really with anything um mm-hmm. i find that just to be so powerful we can't look at this and think that it's unattainable we have to look at this yeah. and prophesy over our own lives yeah right. so or even how you guys we mentioned are that too oh for yeah. sure <laughs> together we have grown so much we have yeah. and i think that that's where this wisdom comes in this wife of noble character all of this comes together to to basically like make you strong enough to realize the value of the people around you mm-hmm. right as women it's so easy to fall into the comparison trap mm-hmm. when yeah. we can just know our value 
and then just speak the value of each other build each other up exactly just like that I have two amazing girls beside me because we were in the Sprouts parking lot (laughs) two nights ago after Noah proposed oh and um we were just like speaking life over each other after praying together and just finding the value of each other because as a group we can do so much more than on our own right especially with God in the center of that it's very true like yes you can think that you're fine on your own but you can do better amen and we're the body of Christ so we do need each other yeah the arms and the legs and the eyes and the ears they can't function without each other that's right Tara you got something I can see it no I mean I was just gonna touch on the verses about wisdom okay um but it was that Proverbs thirty one twenty six. but how she opens her mouth with wisdom and the law of kindness is on her tongue. Um, and Proverbs ten nineteen with many words, transgression is unavoidable. And so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, I feel like to like today, they say that, um, that the experts claim that it's a lack of communication that destroys like relationships and all that. But it's actually in scripture, it's, it's not the lack of communication, but instead like being careful how much we say, um, you know, as, as a woman and just keeping silent, especially, you know, I know, like, obviously I'm an emotional being. So just by kind of waiting to like say something, cause it's emotion, you know, yeah. and you just speak it out, even if you think that it's right, but it's better to just like take time, like get along with God, let that emotion, you know, make sure that you don't have actually emotions attached before you speak. Um, with any relationship that and then so that for the most part will probably be from God not from you right um and I find that to be I've saved so many like I could have said so many things in the past but just by doing that a lot of times my emotion completely changed and I don't even feel the same way and that didn't need to be said or God like fixed it without me having to do anything at all mm-hmm. so it was one of the biggest things that I found to be helpful um as being like silent and just Strength you know letting silence yeah because mm-hmm. it says also a man of understanding keeps silent proverbs eleven twelve and one who guards his mouth preserves his life one who opens it comes to ruin there's a lot in here about um just keeping silent mm-hmm. um and even saying like let your statement be yes yes or no no and yeah um and that type of thing so I think like that for me definitely something I'm striving for and I've learned over the ways I didn't used to be that way but you know finding these verses and applying them it saved me so many arguments or just things that I would I don't want to hurt you know honestly I like to keep the peace I don't want to hurt people and so that for me was a big thing especially being an emotional being which is beautiful I mean we're created this way but knowing our weakness in that and then just again just like taking it to God making sure that we are speaking life into people and it is something that he wants us to speak. Right. So, that like, kindness. And that mm-hmm. comes back to like, mm-hmm. even that Proverbs verse we were reading, because I remember we were reading downstairs and we were like, we were reading this verse and it was talking about like not fighting with people, like right. basically do not rebuke a, a mocker right. or he'll hate you. Right. And mm-hmm. don't or, rebuke a wise man. I mean, don't rebuke. Um, if you're, if you're going to try to correct an, someone, who's wicked, you're just going to lead to abuse. But if you rebuke a wise man, he will love you and instruct a wise man, he will be wiser. So I think that that's so, that's so like key because you're, 
talking about how the silence is good, right? Especially if you're the someone you're speaking to is right. not going to understand anyways, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like letting that emotion go and then just speak. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, Kenya, what you got, girl? Let's see. Um, so I was at training yesterday, <laughs> and this was with um, a new internship that I received, and one of the biggest things that they emphasized was that empathy and like you can't um and and it really opened my eyes because it's like we're there's so much wisdom in like the bible and like in the things that they also said like during the training and it's like the more that you know the better that you'll act now with this understanding and um and so they said when you know when families go through a crisis you have to learn to understand you have to learn to empathize and you Mm -hmm. have to learn to yeah don't be so quick to just try to fix the problem and don't be so quick to also let your emotions get in the way and um Mm -hmm. and say like oh i understand what you're going through but like you really don't you know because you don't know what these families are going through you don't know like the relationship that they had or the connection that they had so it um it made me think about how I use my words and how I use them with my family and my friends and Mm -hmm. like okay am I really understanding you know not always seeking to be quick with my words um Slow to anger. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, life and death are in the power of the tongue. That's so important. Right. I like that. Well, (laughs) I love that wisdom is on here, but I also love the contrast of the wisdom and the, say it, Hera, fully. Folly. Folly. Oh, folly. Folly, which is actually foolishness or stupidity. If you look at the de- definition, <laughs> Thanks, Tara. Thanks, Tara. we we don't want to be <laughs> stupid. Oh, we oh, don't want to oh. be foolish. Oh, folly, and ooh, Fole. and Fole. and you guys also mentioned that folly is a contrast of that. She's also a woman. Well, it mm-hmm. makes me think when you guys she are talking is. about um, She's like woman. the power of the tongue, right? Mm-hmm. We can oh. speak wise words or we can speak words of foolishness, mm-hmm. and we have that choice. That's right, and so. It literally, like, if you read through these verses, it talks about what wisdom will bring you. Right. But then it also does the contrast, and it it tells us what... About folly. Yeah. What foolishness mm-hmm. will bring us. Mm-hmm. And it's talking about how the woman of folly is loud, right? Yes. She's loud, loud. and she's undisciplined, and without mm-hmm. knowledge, opposite of, opposite of wisdom. That's right. Which verses are these? So we are in chapter 9 verse 13 of proverbs so she sits at the door of her house on a seat at the highest point of the city Mm -hmm. right so she's Mm -hmm. up there she's loud yeah and then she calls out to those who pass by who go straight on their way right let all who are simple come here she says to those who lack judgment stolen water is sweet food is eaten and secret is delicious right Mm -hmm. but little do they know that the the dead are there so they see all these like appetizing things they hear all these appetizing words of this loud woman dang and little did they know that 
death is in this like right. choice that they make, right? Right. right. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's so, big. so we have it's literally life and death and the power of our tongue. We can right. speak wisdom or foolishness. Right. Death is right. Death is foolishness, and the wisdom is life. Right. That is so important. It's all a choice for real. So, so we, yeah. Ultimately, I mean, the only way to gain that is being in His Word, you know. And I feel that responsibility, yeah, as a woman, to gain as much as I can in order to, yeah, mm-hmm. to pour into others. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. First, we have to pour into ourselves enough to be able to mm-hmm. to see our value and see the value in others and pour into them. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to move on and kind of talk about like what it means to be a woman in the church and like the things that we kind of like struggle with? Um, <laughs> I mean, we've kind of figured out that you know being the first woman was wise. She was wisdom, mm-hmm. and she was with God mm-hmm. and ultimately like fearing god is the most important thing like our salvation through jesus christ that's what makes us like right the women that we are mm-hmm. so if we just have that like that's the most important thing so all the judgment and stuff goes away but <laughs> but ultimately like we still have struggles even though we are women of god even though we like declare this over ourselves we still have struggles in the church that we can that we deal with on a daily basis yeah that's true so Tara, what are, what are your biggest struggles? <laughs> My biggest struggles would definitely be fear and doubt and a little bit of confusion. Um, fear is definitely a big one, I, probably for a lot of people. Um, but, you know, just like fear of like, you know, keeping me like, you know, with God's calling, you know, me to do like, I, I know I've touched on that before, but just making sure that I'm not missing out on what he's got for me and like stepping forward into that, but also the fear of, am I enough? You know, um, that's common. And girl. you know, the only way to, to replace that is with the truth. And where do you get the truth scripture and like finding that. And so in like Deuteronomy 31, eight, it says he will never leave me nor forsake me. Amen. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Um, Isaiah 43, 1, don't fear for I have redeemed you. I have called you, let's say Lily, Kenya, Tara, by my name, you are mine. I love that. You are mine. Um, And even if I do mess up or I fail, and the verse Romans 8, 28, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Um, John, first John four eighteen, perfect love casts out all fear. Psalm eighteen two, the Lord is my rock, my fortress and my deliverer. Um, yeah, those it's like meditating on those yeah. and replacing that so that, you know, you can get right back into no, you know, mm-hmm. God says this about me. I know who I am. And, um, because yeah, fear is going to come. That's a natural, natural thing. So for sure, that's, that's the number one thing that I, that that I struggle with mm-hmm. but I love that you that even though you're struggling with it you've figured out a way to kind of overcome that yeah. and that's what's so important for like me to hear and Kenya I'm sure mm-hmm. like just to hear like mm-hmm. you know you struggle with this but you've figured out like how to overcome that and I'm right. sure that mm-hmm. yeah we're all trying it's to figure good. that out with the things that we struggle with right yeah I think for me it's that Yes, I struggle with the same things, and 
but when I look to God and I, and you know, through scripture, it's like he embraces me and he loves me like unconditionally, yes. you know, it's like, yeah. it's not about, I kind of forget to, to be so hard on myself mm-hmm. and, um, and it's just recognizing like, okay, I feel this way, but God says, no, like you are my child and yeah. I love you and yeah. embrace who you are. Mm. Like, yes, embrace your weaknesses um, because I will be your strength in that. Like I will carry you. Mm. And um, I yeah, that. I find that very comforting. Like, yes, I do struggle with like, okay, so I struggle. With, I'm very stubborn and I've told you guys. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very stubborn. I... Um, let's see. I feel like as women, or at least I, uh, grew up, you know, with, uh, with my mother, very, she's been such a great example. Um, very independent, very hardworking, very admirable. And like, she can do anything. I mean, she, she does like, I don't want to say construction but because she doesn't but it's just like she figures out a way to do it herself like she you know independent yeah yeah Mm -hmm. very independent and Mm -hmm. not seeking not looking to others you know to help her out because she doesn't like to ask for help Mm -hmm. um and I feel that that's made me who I am Mm -hmm. is like Okay, I can do this on my own. Like, I don't need anybody. I don't. That's so um, common for us girls. Yeah. But, you know, to put that in the hands of God and, like, depending on him to be that and that he'll never let me down. Mm -hmm. um, Because that is, like, a protective mechanism, you know, that that maybe someone's going to let me down. But um, surrendering that to God and. Yeah, that he'll never leave me is like. I love that because with that, your heart's open to -hmm. give and receive love. Mm -hmm. Because whenever we have that, like, oh, I'm independent, I'm this, I'm that. It's almost like that pride, right? Yeah, it's pride. And it kind of blocks, like, it blocks the hurt, but it also blocks the love. Yeah. So what's really funny is today I was talking to one of the leaders that I really look up to, and she... Like when I look at her, I feel like she has it all together, right? Mm, right. She she's a leader. She does a lot of things in the church, and you know, I just went up to her and I complimented her on what she was, um, what she had did that day. And she's like, "Girl, like the first service was, it was really hard. I felt like the enemy was saying this to me and this to when you know." And she's like, "I'm just gonna be transparent mm, with you." That's good. And. She and we were just talking about like how easy it is like here, you know, like in our church environment where we should be open to kind of act like we have it all together. Like we're Mm -hmm. strong. We got it all together. When in all reality, like we don't, none of us really have it all together. And to surrender that, like (laughs) it it allows us to connect with each other. Like that's, I feel like why our relationships have deepened so well is because we, we realize we don't have it all together. We just kind of talk about that. Right. 
we're all a working progress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right. to just like know that we're worthy regardless of what we do. Like that's I right. feel like as women that's super super important. Right. But yeah. towards the end of it, like there's two services at Hillsong, right? Mhm. She said the second service, she was just like, "No. I'm not going to listen to the lies of the enemy. I'm going to I'm going to push through and that's do what good. God has called me to do." Okay. And you know, we serve in the first service, so I saw the difference between the first and the second service. Like, yeah. Tara, you were with me. That service was so powerful. Yeah, it was. And, I mean, it goes to show, like, how our hearts being open and being transparent, like, how much power we can get from that and yeah. get from that. Yeah. Like, in our weaknesses. That's right. Like, we're made strong by, by Him, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. I so, love it. I love it, too. It's good. Just, like, being vulnerable and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's what I love about like you said our friendship is that um, is that through women of the church like you said it's very um, easy to say we have it all together but once we you know just embrace what's been happening to us through the week and um embracing like who we really are just being genuine i yeah. i love that about yeah. um the friendships that i made with with women and it makes me feel like yes like we're not against each other right like yeah, that so does that no good you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like why compare ourselves why why try to be superior to the other one it's like we're all on the same page mm-hmm. in a sense yeah it's so true that's good, Kenya. <laughs> Looking through the, is it? Yeah. What's more? another question we t- we we had a whole list of uh, questions. Yeah, this is this you, is our Kenya. first time. Uh-huh. <laughs> we were like, yeah, just brainstorming and we and need easy and Noah to help like us. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Noah again. I have a question for you guys. Oh my God, yeah. fiance. <laughs> what would you guys suggest to someone, a, wo- a woman in the church who maybe is like by herself and she doesn't know her place and doesn't, isn't familiar with mm-hmm. people? Like what advice would you guys give to someone who's new in church? Like how can she find herself in that place? Like what would you guys suggest for her to do in the church? Uh, get connected immediately, like <laughs> with us girls. Yeah. I mean, that is my favorite thing to do. Um, I have the like opportunity to like serve in the auditorium and meet new people. And when I get to some girls, like around, you know, I'm like, "Hey, have you been coming here long?" No, it's my first time. Bingo! Yeah, girl, I'm like I am so excited <laughs> you're here. And I'm like we are gonna get plugged in. You know, just start talking with them just about their you know, their, their life. And even I have able to sometime exchange numbers with them and connect with them outside of just the Sunday service. And I, and I always like encourage them to volunteer too, because like we're like-minded and if you, if you begin to serve, you're just naturally going to be, you know, get to know people. And especially with us girls, like that was the most exciting thing for me to see that girls had the same heart that I did to be mm-hmm. intentional about their walk mm-hmm. with the Lord. We're not just getting together to like hang out, chit chat about whatever. Those things are fine, but we need to be coming together to like 
you know, for our purpose here in life and to help each other because we're all struggling with stuff. Yeah. We all want to move towards that goal um, and our purpose in life. And so, yeah, it was just amazing. Like when I started to come and I met Kenya and and some other girls and they – they wanted the same thing. And I'm like, oh, this is so exciting. Like, hey, let's meet together. And the group just started growing. And now we have in our, our group chat about 21 girls um, in such a short period of time. And it just keeps growing. And I mean, Kenya will, you know, hey, there's a new girl. Welcome her. Oh, hey, we're so glad you're here. And and Kenya and other girls will be like, hey, you know what? I need prayer for something. And we all jump in. All right, we're praying for you. How'd it go? And even coming back, hey, praise report, you know, wow. um, was searching for a job. This one girl, I won't speak her name, but she, she's been working and she actually is from another country and in, in a country in Africa. And she said, I need a job and, um, and I need your prayer for that to come through. And she was able to obtain a temp job right now. So they looked over her papers and so she's fine to stay. So, you know, prayer works and like that type of thing. Like we, we just come in together. And so I would say that going back to that question, a new girl, I would say like embrace her, give her that hug, let her feel like God's love and like plug her into, you know, these body of like women um, and just begin like doing life together. I would say that would be my answer to that question. And I feel like if she's coming to Hillsong and she feels alone, I'm sorry personally, because I've, I feel like it's my personal responsibility mm-hmm. to not, not make you feel that way, to make mm-hmm. you feel welcome. Mm-hmm. So... If you're at Hillsong and you feel alone, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. Oh, um, one of the biggest things that I would say is open your heart, mm-hmm. like open your mind. Don't be afraid to seek help, to seek prayer, to seek community. Um, like I was saying before, it's like us women, we all long for the same thing. We, we all do. long for community. We all long for like this sisterhood Mm -hmm. um to be united and just talk about what we're going through um so just to keep in mind like don't feel awkward you know just approach uh talk to us ladies like open your heart and um and give it all to god like put it all in god's hands and he will bless you because he knows the desires of your heart Amen. It's good. I think so too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say just keep coming back. Yep. Yeah. It's good. Like That's we, sexy. like we, of course, like feel an obligation—not really an obligation, but a responsibility—to reach out to you. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of people that come in every day. We yeah. we we want to reach everyone. Yeah. Yeah. But if we don't reach you one Sunday, we're going to be sure to reach you the next Sunday That's or right. the next Sunday. So just yeah. keep coming back. Like yeah. there's a reason you're going to church. Right. Like. There's a yeah. reason you feel that calling. So just keep going, keep showing up and we'll, event, we'll get to you. Yeah. yeah. Or, and if, and if you're tired of us not getting to you, come to us. Yeah. <laughs> Find us. Yeah. And I will welcome say, you with open arms. Yes, of course. Open, open arms and open hearts. Um, I want to say that I was that girl that yeah. came in after having left the church and then coming back. That morning was like a huge step for me and just being like, uh, um, are they going to think anything of me? Like once I go back to church, like everything that happened, are they going to ask questions? Are they going to? Um, and so I just had to 
let those thoughts go um and stepping into hillsong i was just welcomed once again in a new way i didn't seek to have these high expectations um my expectations were exceeded mm. and yeah. i was so embraced you know i put it all in god's hands and um and i haven't left since <laughs> yay we're yeah. not gonna leave <laughs> yeah and i feel that now you know if you hadn't taken if i hadn't taken that step where would i be mm. um yeah just you know starting again starting with a new community a new family in the church and it's so different now and i'm just in love with every single one of you guys and Aww. and you've yeah, you've helped you. me find my value as well i have a quick question so um how do you help girls that are listening to this and are saying well how do i how does god help me though i'm a single mom how does god help me though i just got out of a bad relationship how do i um pursue god how do i fix this broken heart how do i fix this broken family and how do um you know i you know embody what that what you guys were talking about that wisdom how do i be that how do i be a woman that is uh, wise also you know mindful and being able to speak life how does how does that happen oh, wow, wow. What a load of a question. I mean, that that's really hard. But honestly, like as much as we all would like to be that for you, it also ultimately comes down to seeking God first. And I know that's really hard to do when you're in that situation, because I don't know what it's like. I mean, honestly, we can only imagine what you might be going through or how lost you feel. But just reject the lie that anything or anyone else can satisfy you. Only God can satisfy you. And he's the only one that's going to meet you in that place, maybe going into your closet and just crying, let it all go. You know, he's going to meet you there and he is going to, you know, bring you that comfort and he's going to bring scripture to you and he's going to wrap you in his arms and and he's going to... um, begin to bring restoration. I would say prayer is a big thing too. Just start praying. I mean, he, and then, you know, going to uh, a church or whatever, Hillsong or whatever, to like-minded people, um, because, you know, you can find a support system there. But again, like Matthew uh, 6, through 34 says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, yeah. and all these things will be added unto you. Mm-hmm. Um and the Lord appeared saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Don't forget that. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. Jeremiah, Jeremiah 31, 3. Uh, here's another one. First John 4, 8. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. Yeah. Um, but that's what I would say because like we all, I mean, we don't have, have the answers, but he that's does. Right. And so if you can, if you can really meet with him and Maybe you don't even know the Lord, but, you know, he wants to know you and he's been there just waiting for you to, you know, call on him and just talk with him. It doesn't have to be anything simple. You just start talking and all that. But that would that would be be it for me um, as far as, you know, 
It's mm-hmm. it's the Lord that really is <laughs> that He can transform anything. I mean, you 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 hear testimonies of like crazy transformation, and it's only God that did that. And that's what's so beautiful about what you might be going through right now, because He's going to use that testimony, because um, you're going to have an amazing outcome. Because God's going to do something amazing with that, and you're going to be able to speak life into somebody else and say, you know what. I've been through that. I know where you're at, but here's the answer. You know, God did this for me and he's going to do something. Just, I guarantee it. Don't, you're not, even though things seem hopeless, you know, that verse, nothing is impossible with God, nothing at all. And so he will come through and meet you wherever you are. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I was going to go exactly right where you were that, you know, all the questions were, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And that's the thing. It's like with our hands, your pro- our problems aren't going to get fixed we have to s- learn how to surrender that's right. right because like you said like he's going to take care of all of that for us so just surrendering yeah. the i to he yeah and um it's kind of like the sermon today like the promises like let that mm-hmm. one promise right like seek a promise right. from god right right pray for a promise and let that one promise transform you because when that one you get that one promise, you're going to mm-hmm. be seeking the next promise. That's right. And that mm-hmm. promise is going to transform you, just like right. Pastor Terry said, in the next promise. That's so, right. just like you said, Tara, like, not I, but He. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And something that I was reminded of in the morning during a sermon is that God has been with us from the beginning, and mm-hmm. He will be in it to the end. Yeah, and right. He has never left you in the middle, um, in the middle of life and like what you've been through. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll repeat, I'll repeat what Tara was alluding to is, um, is that God meets you where you are. And I just want to say that if it weren't for these bad, these experiences that you're going through, how would you recognize the goodness? Yeah. And um, continue with that faith and perseverance that God is going to work through you and prepare yourself for the blessing um, so that you'll be able to recognize it when it's when it's coming and when it accept it with open arms. And um, right. and and if if things were the way that we wanted them to be, then why would Jesus have? died in the first place right i wanted to say too that the trial or whatever that you're going through you're gonna probably look back and appreciate it so much because you're gonna be so close with the lord like right now it's when you're in those trials and the fire and Mm -hmm. all that where you can hear him the best and i know that like with my life that i look back and i'm so thankful because, you know, and you were talking about this recently, Lily, I know you were, <clears throat> because um, it is, it's it's through those times of testing and all of that, mm-hmm. that you really are close with the Lord. And I know that that's why it says that it's the testing. Um, and, and there's a reason for why we go through stuff. But I will say, ultimately, if life was easy, and we didn't have that, why would I need, you know, the Lord, but we're in a fallen world. And, you know, these things happen. And, um, but you can be really close with the Lord through those those trials, honestly. It's a beautiful time. Yeah, it's so good. I want to say that uh, Pastor Freddie from Hillsong Español in Mesa, he shared 
um, a bit of his testimony, um, like li what it was like living in Puerto Rico with his family and growing up there and how, you know, um, what do you call them? Natural disasters, all these hurricanes that have happened and how God was most present mm -hmm. in that in that moment. And he would even go as far as saying that he would pray for those hurricanes because um, his parents oh. were in the midst of like wanting to get a divorce and wanting to, um, yeah, but it was like through these hurricanes that they were kind of forced to be together yeah. and that he, all they desired, you know, was that love, like to be felt like he wanted their company and he wanted to find comfort like in the midst of that storm and I just found so much power in in him as a child praying for that. Wow. And and how he says um still like how they had all that flooding happen recently or like a few years ago. Um that he that he would pray for that and it would force these families to come together and have faith and that everything was going to be okay. Oh so my goodness. that's why Puerto Rico has all the hurricanes. Just because of how we <laughs> know. the prayer. Oh, my gosh. Oh, sorry. Oh. We know it's responsible. Uh. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that this is perfect because I think that you two are both very wise women and are full of wisdom. And, I mean, it just goes to show with what you guys have said. So you guys are amazing. And I I think this is the point where we wrap it up and um, we'll have Noah and Ezekiel come over and do the prayer of salvation with us. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's save these souls. Hello again. Way to go, girls. Yeah, seriously, guys, that was holy cow. That was awesome. So when you guys first started talking about that proverb, oh, my mic's falling, mic's falling. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Scoot up a little bit. I'm going to sit next to you. All right. Okay. Then. Share in a seat. There we go. Aw. Um, no, like that whole thing you guys were talking about with, you know, wisdom is a her and, and like that's the that's yeah. the real kind of woman. I was like, oh my gosh. So that was pretty powerful stuff you guys were talking about so thank you guys so much for uh, kicking this out and talking about like what a woman is and, and in the church and it's awesome stuff so like like we said we're we always like to end these episodes with a, a prayer for salvation so if you guys are um in that position you're saying you know what i need to get my relationship right with god i need to go back to him and start fresh um whether it's a coming to christ for the first time or rededication we want to offer that to you guys so i'm going to say this because the Bible says that if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, that you will be saved. Yep. So, I'll say it, and then everyone else can uh, repeat after me. So we're going to say, Dear Jesus, Dear Jesus, thank you for my life. Thank you for my life. I put my trust, I put my trust in, you today. in you today. I believe you came for me. I believe, I believe you came for me. Died for my sins. Died for my sins. And rose for my salvation. And rose for my salvation. This is my new beginning. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, if you guys just made that decision for the first time, we are celebrating with you. Welcome home. Welcome to the family. 
It is the best decision you have made in your life. This is a new start, so. Um, if you did make the decision, you want to reach out to us. We would love, 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 love to hear from you. Ladies, reach out to us, Kenya, Tara, and Lillian. We'll put right. your ats in the uh, description. Yeah. yeah, we'll throw their Instagram handles and stuff on there. You guys can DM them. But uh, uh, we do have an email address. It's connection.podcast3 at gmail.com. Yeah, or slide in those DMs at connectionpodcast on Instagram. So let hey, us know. Again, Thank you, Lillian, Kenya, and Tara for coming on this and, and speaking to women because this is something that we can't do because we are not women. We are not, unfortunately. We, we, can, we, can, know, we can know about them, but it's so appropriate for you guys to, just to speak directly to them from mm-hmm. what you guys have experienced. Mm-hmm. So. And women are powerful. So Women are very, very powerful. powerful. <laughs> Men, they're probably mostly right. Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you all. We hope you have a fantastic week. We love you guys. Peace out, guys. Bye.